Y'all ready to get this started? Three, two, one. Dream Home Hunter Audio. This is Dream Home Hunter Audio. The show that covers the hottest trends for the home and interior design. We interview top designers and industry experts to learn the art and science of making a house feel like a home. Learn the latest hacks to get more time so that you can live your dream life. Now, here's your host, Keith Pratt. All right. Thanks today. I have talking with me, Miss Rachel Matthew, which is the co-owner of Polston Tax and Accounting and also an attorney. Thanks for sitting with me for a minute. I normally go over uh, awards and achievements, but you have so many, it's kind of intimidating. I saw you were <laughs> attorney of the year award, uh, next 40 under 40, 40 under 40 award, uh, outstanding young alumni award. And recently the Oklahoma commission on the status of women. Is that right? That's right. Awesome. That's right. Those are all correct. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, how did you get started with Polston Tax? Yeah, I actually used to be an accountant before I went to law school. And it was when I was an accountant, I um, worked with small business owners and self-employed individuals, started to realize how important it was that they have good tax defense and how limited that was, how few attorneys really had an accounting background and I decided to go to law school and be one of the attorneys who could provide tax defense for self-employed individuals and business owners. Awesome. My awesome. Uh, dad was a business owner and he was always self-employed my entire life. So right. I just have a real heart for business owners and that Definitely. struggle. Awesome. Fantastic. And so out of all the options, why use Polston Tax? Yeah. So Polston, I, um, I actually didn't know Rod at all, and I had had a mentor who in law school who had recommended that when I graduate, I identify who I thought was the best uh, practitioner in the field I wanted to be in, and I identified that person to be Rod okay. and reached out to him. He wasn't, he was a solo practitioner. He wasn't looking to hire any attorneys. <laughs> and um, at the time I reached out to him, he was actually interviewing for a legal assistant, but I was um, graduated law school, was bar certified and just said, I would love to work for you in any capacity. I think you're the best tax attorney in the state and when an opportunity to be an attorney with your firm opens up, I'll already be there. And <laughs> Um, luckily, the interview went well enough that he hired me as his first attorney, and we uh, grew the firm. We both had a similar vision for how we could help people mm. across Oklahoma and across the country, and now it's one of the biggest, one of the biggest tax resolution firms in the country. Definitely, definitely you are. Um, what is the common myth that people may have about your industry? Um it's a myth and true. <laughs> I would say there's, there are a lot of scams in this field. Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize that before I started practicing in this area, but there are a lot of um, fly by night companies that try to, you know, pretend they can help, but they don't. And they scam people out of their money mm -hmm. um, and prey on very vulnerable victims who are in a very, have a very serious problem they need help with. So, um, that's not a myth. There are scams in this industry. And I would say I deal with a healthy dose of skepticism with clients that we meet on mm -hmm. if, our, if our firm is different after they have heard some horror stories. So I would say it's a myth in that there aren't any uh, people that can help because, mm -hmm. you know, our firm is one of the 
spaces in the tax resolution industry that really does help clients and get resolutions in place and negotiate with the IRS and the whole deal. True, true. Definitely makes sense. And you obviously enjoy what you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have so much activity and achievements. And from the outside, looks like tax law, all the industry is constantly changing. What is it about this business that keeps you engaged and excited? I love helping people. I, um, before I went, before I became an accountant, I had told my mom and when I was in high school, uh, that I wanted to be a nun. (laughs) And I, she said, we're Pentecostal, not Catholic. So you can't be a nun. (laughs) And so I, um, I, but why I wanted to be a nun isn't so much that I knew what nuns did so much as I had just decided that the best use of my life would be to in service. Mm -hmm. And I had, I identified nuns as being individuals who were living a life of complete service. Mm -hmm. And so once I understood that was the priority to me, I just, um, it's helped to guide choices I've made in life and help me find ways to use my strengths and talents to help others. When I went to college, I became a math tutor for the math department and um, a supplemental instructor for the math for math classes. And um, and then now in my role as a tax attorney, I really genuinely get to help people who are terrified. Some are suicidal even. And, yeah, uh, I can imagine. They, yeah, I feel like they're going to lose everything. So find a great deal of purpose and be able to bring my accounting knowledge and legal knowledge to make a real difference, turn things around for people. I agree with you. It's one of the things I love about the service industry. And Tony talk, Tony Robbins always talks about, you know, when you meet your first four needs, the juice of life is growth and contribution. And service industry is one of those areas where you can definitely both grow and contribute. And especially, like you said, when you can help people who are almost uh, don't have any other options. And then when you provide a solution for that, that's really cool. And the real estate market is stronger than it has been in a long time, not just in Oklahoma, but all across. Um, sometimes when people are renting, they don't realize the tax advantages of coming a homeowner. What are some of the tax advantages people not be aware of, of, of buying a home? Yeah. Uh, so there's several tax advantages to buying a home. Obviously, before you buy Uh, make sure you understand all the costs involved with buying a home, Mm -hmm. Uh, you can write off your mortgage interest. If you file married filing joint, you could write off up to $750,000. If you were uh, a mortgage of $750,000, you could write off the interest that you pay in each year off your tax return. And what that write off means, you know, sometimes that term gets thrown around. It means you take the income that you pay, you take the money that you paid and you get to deduct it Mm -hmm. from the taxes that you owe. And um, so you can have a real savings there just by writing off the interest. You could write off PMI. If you have to pay that, you could write off points. Um, If you take, if you build up equity in your house and you take out a home equity line of credit and then Mm -hmm. you use it for home improvements, you could write off the interest on that. Um, You know, maybe that you need to buy a new appliance for your home or you, need to change, you want to change the backsplash or whatever, all those decisions people make, you don't have to just pay for it out of pocket right. and um, also be paying the interest on that. And then property taxes can be written off and that was limited to $10,000 a few years ago, but that can still be written off up to $10,000. Um, and then if you live in a house and you have some capital gains, if you've been in the house for more than two years of five years, you can exclude those gains that you make on that house and not have to claim that as income. So 
and there's just, I just see a host of advantages to being a homeowner. I would caution people though, it's not just the mortgage that you need to count the expense for. You, uh, and I don't want to go through that full list, but um, <laughs> I think the advantages really do outweigh uh, the benefits of renting. Definitely, definitely so. And as business owners, especially in the service industry, we've had to kind of change the way we do business and still connect to our clients. What are some of the ways that you've improved your business and still connect and give people a personal touch with your, with your clients? It's a great question. So one thing, uh, and I'm sure a lot of businesses in a variety of industries are saying this now, we've been trying to use Zoom since mm-hmm. 2018. Uh, effectively, um, we had implemented it at our firm and were promoting it to clients to meet with them, to have uh, consultations over their phone via video chat. And it wasn't till this year, till 2020, I should say, that people really became accustomed to Zoom and (laughs) my entire day is spent video chatting with people, um, even in our own office. But I love that I can see clients and they can see me and uh, we can have that face-to-face conversation, have that personal touch, customized plans for solutions for the problem. And in addition, all those things that you said, one of the things I also like is that sometimes it just makes things a little bit more convenient because, you know, lives being busy, being in transit, like you can have a conversation on the client schedule and work around because not everyone has a traditional nine to five, or if they have that time, they may be busy. And that's one of the great things about technology is we're able to connect with them on a place on platform that they can, they can get in their time. So, yeah, no, I love it. And I love, you know, I, this year alone, I spoke 61 times. I think the total, I've spoken 400 sometimes total. And this year, speaking 61 times in 11 states, I never had to once get up, get in my car, right. put an address in my GPS, <laughs> park, walk into a building. Mm-hmm. I mean, only less than a handful of times I've been at the wrong, been trying to find the right place. And, um, <laughs> but just all of that hassle has gone. And Most I love definitely. that. Most definitely. And congratulations on being appointed to the Oklahoma commission on the status of women. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Thank you. Yeah, that was very exciting to find out I was nominated for that and, um, be joining that commission. Uh, so the, Commission for this on the status of women really takes a look at how are women doing in the state of Oklahoma? What you know? How much, what are they earning? What are their employment opportunities? What are their um, how, how many are going to college? How many are graduating from high school? You know, just generally, how are women doing in the state of Oklahoma? And what mm-hmm. programs can we implement to help them succeed? What are some of the struggles that are being faced by our female population? And what initiatives could we recommend and forward or, mm-hmm. or help assist uh, implementing? Awesome. Awesome. And I always like to ask some future-based questions. If you could uh, remove all bears and constraints, who is a dream client you'd like to work with and why? A dream client Mm -hmm. that I would like to work with. I would (laughs) love, um, this is just the nerdy side of me, but maybe married together with uh, one thing I love, which Mm -hmm. is just basketball. I love Mm -hmm. watching, 
I love watching NBA games Mm -hmm. and every time, you know, free agency comes around or players get, well, really it's free agency and players are, or their contracts are ending. uh, And, you know, you hear the rumors about teams that they will go to. Mm -hmm. So I said, it's the nerdy side of me. Well, let's start thinking about what are the taxes they're going to pay, you know, on this contract or in that state. Mm -hmm. I remember a few years ago, Steve Nash was contemplating California or Toronto. And I thought, Oh gosh, those are both high tax places. (laughs) And that's how my brain works. So Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, that doesn't factor in the endorsements they could get from a major team, but <laughs> yeah, but definitely tax advantages play a part in where that, where they play. And uh, I didn't realize actually until talking, because my daughter used to dance on a junior dance team for the Hornets when they were here and got to, I got to meet and talk with the, several of the players and just learning how, even when you just play in a state for a day, how much you can be taxed for right you know, all the traveling and things that you do. Just for, Every for single work. state they play in, they have to pay tax. <laughs> I mean, but really that goes for for anybody. You know, mm-hmm. if you do work in another state, if you're a fisherman in from Oklahoma and you go mm-hmm. to Maine and you catch some fish in Maine and then you go, you know, wherever, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, New York, and you mm-hmm. catch some fish there, you better pay. And it's enough that you have to pay taxes. You have to pay taxes everywhere, including Oklahoma, even though mm-hmm. you didn't catch any fish here. Okay. So um, just like that, all those players have to pay everywhere that they've played in on top of wherever they live. It's, right. uh, it's well, and they can, it's, it's interesting. I should add, I already have my dream client. I, you know, my dream client is the business owner who's struggling that I get to help and turn it around. So Mm -hmm. um, it's two different dreams, but I do feel like I already have that dream client every day. That's awesome. And that's one of the things that makes work not feel like work, right? When you get to do, do what you love every day. That's awesome. And I've seen you talk a lot about investing in your mental real estate and embracing possibilities. And I'm a big believer in personal development, both in books, conferences, whatever you can do. Um, if you could have a couple books on your nightstand, one or two, if you had to narrow it down, I know it's kind of like trying to decide your favorite song, but what, what do you think that, that would be? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, there is one book, one book that is my favorite of all time, and it's called The Fourth Dimension by Paul Yonggi Cho. And it talks about um, the power, essentially the power of our mind, the power mm-hmm. of faith and that seed of faith and believing things into fruition. Mm-hmm. And I have lived an entire life with that, believing in this fourth dimension and believing things into fruition. So that would definitely be my number one, number, if you one, want to my number one book. Yeah. That's awesome. I appreciate that. And I always like learning about new titles because yeah. I've got uh, several of my nights and of course my anti-library, I haven't read them all, but I love hearing about <laughs> new books. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of audible books now. Mm-hmm. I have so much time just on the go. Mm-hmm. I like audible. Yeah, most definitely. Last couple of questions as we finish up. Um, if you could define out what does home mean to you? Oh, this is a great question. What does home mean to me? Um, You know, it's funny. I've actually thought a lot about this question the last year, and I'll give you a little context. So I, and and, and honestly, it's important context because uh, it's really not to say anything except just some facts. So I used to live in a house that was about 12,000 square feet, a little bit up on a hill overlooking the lake with a pool in the backyard and the hot tub and the basketball court and the movie theater and the game room. I mean, just everything, everything you could want it had. And it was beautiful, beautiful home. Uh, 
and, and we sold it in 2020. Um, and I was, and before I sold it, we, I had moved out and had to think, what is home? Mm -hmm. Do I want a 12, another 12,000 square foot house? (laughs) And, um, it helped me identify, I mean, you know, it's cliche to say home is where the heart is, but I realized it really is the space where you take refuge Mm -hmm. and it's the space where you can have some mental rest where you can find solace, where you can come to rest after a long day. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I go hard every day. And <laughs> so for me, home is just where is that place you get to right. recharge and rest. And it doesn't have to be huge and it doesn't have to be tiny. I thought I could move into something super tiny. Uh, I had this fantasy about, you know, being in an apartment after <laughs> that monstrous house. But I, um, that just wasn't practical either right. for me. <laughs> but uh, uh, home really isn't so much the house or the structure as it is a space that you can recharge. Exactly. I love that answer. I love that answer. And I love asking my interviews that because I love seeing your face light up when you talk about what home means there when you finally get the definition uh last question to get you out of here because i know you're busy um what's the I'm, I'm, like i said i came from the service industry food service industry um electrical engineering always i said last like to ask a food question um if you can go out to eat what's the next place that you're looking forward to uh, next meal yes um it just opened two days ago yesterday maybe chicken pickle mm-hmm I, I really want to see what that concept's about. I heard there's all kinds of chicken. Um, I want to see it more for the space, but if I were to pick a type of food, I really want to find some good Jamaican food. I love Jamaican meat patties, and I haven't really found a great Jamaican restaurant yet awesome. in Oklahoma City. Right, exactly. Good answer. Just want to find one of those all. all forward that on to you. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Like I said, I know you're busy so much you go. So thanks for talking with me, Miss Rachel Matthew, attorney and co-owner of Polston Tax and Accounting. I appreciate you and I hope you have a great week. Absolutely, Keith. This was so much fun. Thank right. you so much for the opportunity. You bet. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Join us each week on Dream Home Hunter Audio. If you have any questions about buying or selling your home, give us a little time so we can save you a lot of time. Contact us at keithpratt.co or call Keith at 405-320-9776. You all won't forget about us now, will you? And remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Dream Home Hunter Audio. The Keith Pratt Collaborative.